Okay. Um, welcome to our podcast. Our podcast is called Ignorance is Not Bliss because ignorance is not bliss. Um, I am Alex Buckle. Um, I'm 16 years old. I currently live in Georgia. I play saxophone. Um, I'm about to graduate this year and I'm going to go to FAMU the fall as long as this this coronavirus stuff clears up that's just me um jacob you can go ahead and introduce yourself i'm jacob i'm 15 um i i play tuba um and i'm sophomore in high school um just so y'all know me and jacob have never met face to face he is just somebody on the internet that i met and he has the same views that I have on this topic. And so, yeah. Um, why we decided to make the podcast? For me, it was just like, there's a lot of things that aren't being said about mental health that need to be said. And especially with, with, um, with, with being, with having not with having a mental disability, but with having a mental health issue. I know what it's like, and it sucks. And when you get help, it gets so much better. So yeah, I just feel like people need to learn about the mental health, and this is a way that we can get we can reach an audience that needs to hear what they need to hear. Jacob, why do you think you made the podcast? I mean, you. You said maybe we should do a podcast, and I was like, sure, that'd be really fun. Um, yeah. And a lot of people do need to know more about mental health, so. Yeah. Um, Alright, so for today's episode, we're going to talk about depression. Depression is very, very serious. And it's one of those that, that gets very overlooked. Even though it's so common, a lot of people just overlook it like it doesn't even exist. And when somebody is depressed, you never really know. Like, people can be depressed and be happy. And they'll be in your face happy. But what you don't know and what you don't see behind closed doors really shows the inner them. You know what I mean? Like, depression goes under the radar so often. Because a lot of people that have depression don't really like show it they try not to show it but in their inside their brains it's it's messed up and me me being me coming from being depressed before helps me understand the signs and helps me understand and see what depression really is for itself then not every case is the same but a lot of people are very depressed a lot of people are very sad and depression leads to very very bad things man and I just feel like that should that should be like the number one that we should talk about is depression because it's very common. Anybody can be depressed. Mm-hmm. Even millionaires can be depressed. I also think it's super important to talk about it because um, um, as viewing it from the outside, as someone who's never had it, it seems like a lot of people view it as um, 
not something that can just easily go away. Right. And that you can just like stop being sad. But that's very not true. Yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of people just think you can just brush it off. Like, well, they'll be like, oh, it's it's self, it's self-inflicted. Oh, you can just change it in the snap of a finger. But no, it lingers, and it it's it's it just really you really can't do anything about it. And people that like one of the main reasons that people are depressed. Well, from my from what I know, a lot of a big reason that people are depressed is that they don't really have the support that they need. In a lot of cases, people just don't have like the help that they need or the people that are willing to support them. And then they get sad and then it ends up evolving into depression. Like for me, for me, it was bullying. I used to get bullied a lot in middle school and it made me very sad. I didn't know why the kids would do it, but I would get really sad. And then, you know, and at home, I'm not saying my parents are bad, but it's like it feels like it feels like you're it's you against the world sometimes yeah and it's not necessarily the people's fault in the bullying case it is in my parents case it's not but it's like it's like it it's like why why am i even here what did i do what did i do to deserve this and then you just get sadder and sadder and you get into this 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 hole and you just crawl up and then it's just like you're stuck you have nowhere to go, no one to turn to. And especially if, if you don't have the support system, you can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back like, to the, um, the... It's not just a thing you can turn off. Um, like... It's... It's exactly that. It's not just something you can turn off. It seems like more like something ingrained like just as natural as being happy or sad or just as natural as having to cough when your throat is itchy yeah depression depression does not leave at all depression stays for a long run <coughs> depression will be there and you, and you just get sad out of nowhere and then you you can't leave that that space that headspace because you'll just be you'll just be very very sad and then a lot of people not saying I'm not saying that that these people are necessarily weak but their mental state can get so weak that it can lead to suicide or it can lead to them harming themselves because of depression and I've been there and it sucks it really really sucks. It's like you have no other option but to do this to yourself. And a lot of people just ignore it. And when they see, when people see, like, people don't even, people don't even worry about your sadness until something grave like that happens. And then they're like, oh, wait, I need to, I need to be there for this person. You could, should have been there before. Yeah, just, if, if everybody can, can be kind, like, just be a good person. To everybody and then we wouldn't be in the situation yeah but there it are sounds, it sounds super cliche but what um 
basically what goes around comes around and do do to others as you would wish done to yourself facts straight facts like a big problem in this world is that people are very petty and people just bite back an eye for an eye a tooth for a tooth mentality that doesn't work if we're nice to each other then maybe we can go somewhere but if everybody just moves to each other and there's nothing going nothing getting done nothing positive comes out of being aggressive towards somebody else it's, it's much easier for you and the other person to just be nice because humans need each other so us tearing each other down doesn't help anything. It just makes situations worse. But um, I think, I think a big part of it is um, how competitive everything is, and yeah. how how focused it is on the individual. Yeah, it's it it so... more or less less individually focused. Um, but more so promotes like teamwork. To yes. better everybody while recognizing each individual for their accomplishments that would be wonderful yeah man like promoting a collective a collective effort yeah would help would help with the situation a lot just create just just um just from the the perspective or the point of where depression starts from it starts a lot of people when they're depressed, they feel alone. And they feel they feel like the world is against them. If if things if 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 we as a society started to move more collectively, then we wouldn't even be having or most most more often than not, we wouldn't be having these 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 cases of depression, these cases of suicide. Because the people that commit suicide feel alone. And when you're in that space with, with whatever you're about to do to yourself. You just like you're like, well, this is the end for me. No one cared when I was here. No one's gonna care when I leave. You know what I mean? And yeah. people just get trapped in that mentality, and it sucks. All right, um, let's go. Let's go to the next point. Why? Well, we talked about why people are depressed. How has it affected us? So, me personally, I'm gonna just tell my story. Me personally, um, I was depressed. Like I said earlier, I used to get bullied because um, I didn't look as good or I didn't have the same shoes as everybody or stuff like that. You know what I mean? And um, now, now when you're when when you're older and you're more mature, you start to realize that it's not it's not a value. Monetary value is very shallow. And when you're younger, kids just kids just do things just to look just to feel better than somebody else you know what i mean so now i'm like i'm really over it and i don't care if i look different than somebody else or if i don't have the same clothes or the same shoes you know what i mean like i'm still me but um i used to get bullied because of that um and um it was like i i barely had any friends and the friends that i had were also getting bullied too and so it was like, we just had to make a pact, you know, just so we could stay together. Cause we were all, we were all sad. We were all like alone. So we had to find each other and we were all getting bullied. And so me, when I was bullied, I was just like, I, I took it to extreme because when, when I would go home 
I had my brother, you know, I was happy at home, but I was so, I was so afraid to go out into, into school. I just knew what, what the kids would do, how to pick on me, stuff like that. And like, it made me really, really sad. And then I ended up being very depressed. And um, it put me into this really bad negative headspace. Like there was nothing going for me. I was just very sad and negative. And like my mom, well, the reason my mom knew she found out is because one day, well, this is, this is really like, well, for me, I thought it was gonna kill me. I was in class one day um, and the bell had rung to go to the next class. And then when, um, when, the, when the bell had rang, I was still sitting down in the class. Teacher asked me why I was still in the class. I didn't say anything. And then I started spazzing out, like spazzing out. And then I thought that eating lead would kill you from a mechanical pencil. And so I had a mechanical pencil and I tried to eat the lead. Didn't kill me, but the teacher ended up talking to the counselor and the counselor ended up calling my mom. And then one thing led to another and then my mom found out that I was depressed and then we got therapy. Now, a lot of people do not get, do not end up, do not be, they're not as fortunate as I was to get the help that I needed because it, it's due to like situations of like, you know, not being able to afford it or just choosing to not go f- seek help. You know what I mean? So, but um, for me, I was fortunate enough to have somebody that cared about me and someone that would do whatever it took for me to get out of that headspace. And so my mom took me to therapy once every two weeks, I think. And over time, it made me get better. And I'm healthy now, I'm not depressed. And I'm, I'm very, I, I, when I see somebody that's depressed, it, it hurts because I know what it's like. And I want to help them as much as I can. Because I know a lot of the times, a lot of people will not, will not even try to help people that are depressed. And it goes under the radar for a lot of people. A lot of people don't even know. A lot of people just like, when you see somebody and they're like active, you can never tell that they're depressed. When they're always smiling, they're putting on a smile for everybody to see. You're never gonna know that they're depressed. But it takes it takes knowing, it takes seeing a lot of the times. Even though it's not the not the best case result. But you have to like we as a society have to move forward and be like asking these questions, like, hey, you okay? Like just a checkup will make somebody's day. Like, hey, are you good, man? How are you quarantine been? You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. But um, me personally, like when I was depressed, it was really, 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 really bad. And I would never wish that on anybody else because I know how severe it can get. Like I, when I went, when I was doing the dishes one day, and this is when I was really depressed. When I was doing the dishes one day, I was, um, I was cleaning the knives and it was just, it was just me in the kitchen. And I was looking at the knives. I, I looked at them. I pulled one out, and I held it against my throat. Like I was ready to end it all. But then, like, it made me when at that point in my life, 
I realize how finite death is. When you die, you can't do anything. You're just, you're gone. You can't, there's no redos, there's no do-overs. You just die. And so that made me, that made me put the knife down immediately. Because it's like, when you get to that point, if you're in a really negative headspace, like a lot of people are that commit suicide, then you don't care. But if it's, if it's like, when I was fortunate enough to have help, but then when I, when I, when I went to that knife, it was like all those things went out the window. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's just my personal, personal story about suicide. Um, if you, if you know anything or if you know anybody that has like, has like been depressed like that, you can tell the story. If not, we can just move on to the next topic. I haven't really had any experiences with depression in my personal life, and I haven't really known anyone with it other than other than you. Oh, okay. Well, we can just move on to the next point then. Um, how it affects the world in general. A lot of a lot of children are depressed. It doesn't affect adults as much, but a lot of children are very depressed. A lot of people my age and Jacob's age get depressed very easily. Very easily. And it might not it might not be like it might not be a direct attack to them, but to them it feels like it's an attack. Like you might mean good by it, but it ends up in, in their mind where they're at in their headspace, they go, oh nah, this guy's just being nice to me because he just wants to. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really care about me. That's where that's where a lot of people in their headspace are when they're depressed. It's just fairly depressed. Seeking from experience, like when people used to be nice to me for no reason, I'd just be like, nah, he's just trying to he's just trying to like, you know, he's trying to show off. Maybe he's trying to pull a prank on me or something like that. I never thought it was out of good merit. But then when I when I got out of that headspace, I was like, wow, these people are actually trying to be nice to me to help me out. You know what I mean? about that like over suspicions of everybody um I I definitely feel like I could have gone down a path that would have led me to bad things but I personally feel some suspicion is some some suspicion is healthy but you have to be aware of um the fact that the repercussions yeah and you have to be aware of the fact that there are people that are truly genuinely being kind yeah but I don't know. It's it's just like you'll you'll take it as a, an attack on you because you're, it's so def- you're defensive in that position. This is speaking from my experience. It's you you'll be defensive. You don't want anybody to try and attack you because you've already been attacked so many times. You know what I mean? And then every it's like it's like if a woman if a woman gets in a relationship with a bad guy. And then she, he does her dirty. 
And then now she's she has her guard up all the time when other men try to approach her. Cause it's like I don't want to get I don't want to feel that same hurt that I felt the first time. You know what I mean? And then it's constantly in that headspace. Same with depression. After you get hurt that first time and then you're really sad, you don't want that to happen again. You know what I mean? So you're on the defensive and you think everything is an attack on you. The, the most important thing that that can be done to help people is just like have well in addition to everybody just be a good person um, is I think everybody needs to have both an experience of um a being um, uh, being suspicious of people is good here and then having a situation where everything is okay and I think everybody should have both of those happen to them and should take and should learn lessons from both of those situations yeah, most definitely. Like, there's two sides to every coin. Like, you can either there's you could easily you could learn from other people talking about it. You can learn that you can learn sometimes that maybe it might be a little like it can be perceived as a wrongdoing, even though you mean like and then and then you you learn how to adjust your niceness to fit the situation. You know what I mean? Like, if I if I want, let's say I want to give a girl flowers, right? And I have the flowers, and I just bum rush her in the hallway, like, hey, take these flowers. No. I got to be like, excuse me, you look really nice today, have these flowers. Stuff like that. I, I think that that second thing could also be misconstrued, even, I think, Yeah. Yeah. Just, just for analogy's yeah, sake. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Like, but like in that direction. Yeah. You know what I mean. So then next time, and then you learn to adjust, and you learn how to properly address the situation. That brings us to our next point: how to properly address depression. Not every case is the same. Not every case is the same everybody's depression is different everybody's brain works differently therefore everybody's mental health issues work different and depression is a mental health issue so everybody's depression works differently it might not be coming from the same place that I am I got depressed because of bullying some people might be depressed because of what they have to do with their house or some people might be depressed because of the state that they're in financially or some people might be depressed because of drugs that altered the brain. Some people might be depressed because of however. But there are similarities and there are big differences. Similarities, bad, we're in a bad mental space. Very bad mental space. If you continue doing what brought us into that mental space, you are hurting us more than we need at all. Like hurting, 
adding fuel to the fire does not help anything. If somebody's bullied and then they start crying, in your, if somebody's getting bullied and they start crying and then the bully just keeps bullying, it makes it worse. You know what I mean? If someone is, if someone's in an abusive situation at their home and then they keep going back to the other person, even if they have a choice or not, it's hurting the situation even more. So, if if somebody is depressed because of something, as a as if you're somebody on the outside trying to help, for someone on the outside looking in, the thing you should do is recommend professional help. Professional help should be the first thing, unless unless you yourself have been in that same situation, and you can relate to that person more because they're their friend. You should go straight to professional help. Professional help. Professional help all day, all night, 24-7. Professional help. Professional help. Because they they are trained to know about these situations more than we can if we're looking on the outside. Professional help. Therapy. Whatever you need to do. And be and when you're when you're approaching situations, make sure you're knowledgeable. Don't just come talking out the side of your neck, just saying things to make it seem like you're a good guy. Be be honest with yourself and realize, maybe I don't know everything about this situation. Even me, talking about making this podcast, I don't know everything about running a podcast. I don't know everything about mental health. So I know when to back off. You know what I mean? I know my boundaries. You need to know your boundaries for yourself. You need to know when when you should... When you should engage and when you should disengage. That's just what I have to say about that. Um, I think back to the getting professional assistance, I think um, um, in addition to recommending professional help to your friend, um, if you see someone suffering through depression, that you should also you yourself should approach um, the professional and talk with them yourself about if um, if the person um, doesn't want to seek professional assistance but views you as a close friend and trusts you and will listen to you, then ask um, a professional how 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 do I deal with this because. Like you said, it's best to be knowledgeable. And even if you're, even if the person you're trying to help um, doesn't want to seek help, um, most of the time, help is the best thing that they can that they can get. And if and if they yeah, can't seek it, most definitely, then. the best that you can to offer that help to them because they may not want it from some outside source they may want it from somewhere closer yeah most definitely like if if it's someone like if it's if a lot of the times therapists will be willing to work things out like hold on give me a second I'm recording right now.
times therapists will be willing to work things out like if you if you if you know that your friend is not willing to get this professional help you really really care then you can go up to the therapist and be like okay we can have like joint meetings where you can be in there with the person trying to help them out and help them get the help that they need you know what i mean like, i think also in addition you to could that, be um, if the person doesn't even want to do like a joint meeting then I think you can ask the professional yeah what to what do, to do. <laughs> yeah they can definitely give you like I'm pretty sure a lot of therapists a therapists being the best for the clients in whatever way shape or form they have to do right so they would go they would do as much as they need to to help their client if it means giving you the tools and the tips to help your friend, then they do that. I'm, I'm 90% sure that a lot of these therapists would do that for you. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, um, I think we're approaching, we're approaching 30 minutes, so let's just wrap this up real quick. Um, just, just... When you, when you, if you, okay, as, as a society, not everybody's depressed, but if you, if you, if you even think that someone is like sad or having a bad day, yeah. be positive, check up on them, text them, be like, Hey, how you doing, bro? Text them and be like, you know, how, how you, how's your day going? You know what I'm saying? How's, how's your dog doing? Like stuff like that. Just be nice. Everybody should be positive. So we can all be in a good headspace, you know, be positive to the people that don't even like. The people that you would you you don't even approach, you know what I mean? Like just everybody should be positive, especially during times like this. Especially during times where everybody's on lockdown, everybody's in their homes, everybody's quarantined, everybody's just waiting, everybody thinks it's like the end of the world. Like we should definitely at this time be positive instead of being negative at all. In all in all areas of life. And um yeah, man. Just everybody should be positive. Just remember when you're when you're addressing depression, address it the right way. Um. Yeah, man. Depression, serious, it's a monster. But the most important. But we can all battle it together. The most important. The most important right. thing to remember yeah. is that ignorance isn't bliss. Yes, ignorance is not bliss. Do not let do not let yourself be unknowledgeable about something and then approach it thinking you know about it make sure you have your facts and things together before you approach something okay um all right thank you thank you guys for watching thank you guys for listening um it's our first episode i literally know nothing about running a podcast but i feel like this needs to be done especially coming from a young voice like mine and a voice like his i feel like we could reach a very large community that isn't being reached and people that are getting impacted the most by things like depression are younger people like us so i feel like we should be addressing this as young people like us and um yeah thank you guys for watching thank you for listening um we have an official instagram for this podcast called alex and jacob's podcast and our link is in the description to watch our follow us on anchor 
this should be uploaded to Spotify, QuickTime, iTunes. Um, please share. Please share. Tell your friends. Tell your people. Tell your people's people. Um, yeah. Um, we have an email for business inquiries. Um, all that stuff will be in our Instagram bio. Just link us, DM us, whatever you need to do if you want to talk about something. And we'd love to have guests on the show. We would love to have guests on the show. Please, please, please. We would love to for you to share your experience and then we can talk about it and then we could we could bring everybody together. So if you if you want to, if you if you feel like you're comfortable with talking with us, then definitely just DM us, let us know. We're definitely ready to approach all situations. Um anything you want to add to that? Nope. All right. Peace out.